mindset component falls underneath whatever it is that you believe. And it is enhanced when we are aligned with that greater belief. Cultivating that mindset so that you have clarity, that breeds this entire and unleashes this whole other element of motivation. If you're interested in how highly successful investors overcome limitations and become unstoppable forces of success, you're in the right place. The Conscious Investor Podcast features weekly conversations with real estate investing experts and delivers a Monday mindset episode to help launch your week with intention. If you believe success is for everyone willing to think, then do, these conversations will be your weekly rocket fuel. Conscious Investor, so happy to join you again on a Monday Mindset episode. If you're watching on YouTube, spoiler, you already know you're just going to see me today. I do not have my wonderful husband guesting on the show. And if you missed that episode that came out on last week's Mindset episode, please make sure you go back and listen to it. If you are married, it will support you. If you are not married, but you're in a partnership or you're thinking someday you're going to be in a committed relationship, you should listen to it. If you know people who are married, you should share this with them, okay? It's a fantastic podcast episode that will really, we believe it just a, our way of supporting people and elevating the relationships in their life. And so please make sure you go back and listen to that. But today it's me in the house solo and I'm so excited. And today we're gonna be talking about how do you know if you're a conscious investor? I throw this term around there rather casually, fairly loosely and really what's the definition. And really, we have to make sure that we are defining terms so that we make sure that we are all on the same page as to what we mean when we say things. And well, as the host of the Conscious Investor podcast and someone who says, hey, are you a conscious investor? I figure I better give you some clarity and offer some ways for you to say, hey, yes, yes, Julie, that is totally me. I am completely a conscious investor and I'm so excited. Or maybe you listen to it and be like, huh, that's so weird. That is not what I was thinking of when I, every time she said conscious investor. So we're going to clear the air on that. And that is really going to support you in your pursuits. It will more than likely influence who you invest with. It's influencing who you invest with more than you realize already. But I think when you have clarity on this, it's really going to help you understand who and how to find who you're going to invest with on the financial side. But it's also going to help you investing in other parts of your life as well. Before I dive into all those details, which spoiler, three is my favorite number. Three Keys Investments is my investment company. And so you can imagine there are three points to being a conscious investor. So not too many, but before we do that, I want to make sure I remind you, it is a tax season is upon us. Some of you probably already have filed your taxes. I don't know. Maybe you're still waiting for one or two things left that are going to come by the end of January, and then you're going to file taxes. Taxes can be a really scary time. Like I always, I joke around. I can laugh about it now, but after paying all the quarterlies when we lived in California, paying some substantial quarterly tax things, and then at the end of the year, still having to pay like $40,000. Oh, that just took the wind out of Steve's sales. And he lost a lot of, it was so discouraged. Why should I work this hard when 
this significant portion of my earnings are going to our taxes. And so over the years, we have tried different tax strategies. We have tried to find someone that can support us in being above board, making sure that we are compliant with the tax code, but also understanding how to leverage that tax code, especially for real estate professionals. And also I was working in W-2 at the time. So that throws other things into it. So We found a partnership and alliance, and now Mode Wealth actually sponsors the Conscious Investor podcast, and they have served and supported many conscious investors in alleviating or reducing in an ethical way their tax burden and liability. So if you are looking at April 15th and like, how many extensions can I file because I just don't even want to face the music on this, please make sure that you reach out to Mode Wealth. At the very bottom of the show notes, there is a link to their website and you can schedule a time to speak with Melvin. Highly recommend it. Has saved us so much money over the past couple of years that we've been working with them. So make sure Tax time doesn't have to be scary and we should be planning at the beginning of the year for what it looks like and then reporting April 15th what we were already planning. Okay, so like you want to get that plan in place and you can't go changing too much of what happened last year, but you can definitely change this year and you can definitely start implementing strategies. So make sure you head down to the bottom, scroll down and schedule a time with Melvin at Mode Wealth. Also want to give a super shout out to Slackadelic who left a rating and review. This is like back on January 3rd. And so I'm so excited a couple of weeks ago. So I'm wondering who's going to leave the next review. I'm so curious. And I do look at these, you know, once a week I look and see, are there any new reviews? And anyhow, so grateful. Psychedelic writes, Julie has a great personality and excellent speaking voice. <clears throat> Thank you. I love how her content isn't a hundred percent real estate focused and leaves time to talk about important things like work-life balances, as well as weaving in other pertinent business guidance. She gets great guests and is very insightful. She's definitely in my rotation of daily syndication podcasts. Great job. You guys, I am so grateful for that. As always, your reviews are wind in the sails. So if you have not yet left a rating or review, it makes such a substantial difference. So please, I promise you, it doesn't take long. It's not scary. You just scroll to the bottom of the podcast and you can leave an honest three, five, four. I don't know what your review, what your rating is. Leave an honest rating. And then if you want to leave an honest review, even if it's like, Julie, your voice is squeaky and scratchy and I hate how bubbly you are. Can you just dial it down? I don't know. Just leave your honest feedback because it means the world to me and it actually very much directs the direction of the show. Okay. We're ready to dive in. How do you know if you are a conscious investor? And I told you already, spoiler, that there are three foundational tenets of conscious investors. And conscious investors, they understand that financial freedom does not equal personal freedom. They are not the same thing. There are plenty of people who are financially independent, but they are personally enslaved they are still shackled as a person. And so they are not the same thing. And conscious investors, they want to be free, like 100% free. In my mind, well, actually, I'm not going to get into that today, but I am going to let you know, spoiler, that the next Mindset episode is dedicated 100% to, well, 
okay, what is personal freedom? Because that's a whole topic in and of itself. But let's stay, I'm going to stay on topic with what is a conscious investor and how do you know if you are a conscious investor? Conscious investors know three things. One, they have to take care of their health. Two, they have to take care of their thinking. And three, they have to cultivate and develop wealth. So let's get into those. Are you taking care of your health? You're going to know you're a conscious investor when you understand that, hey, I have to have healthy habits to take care of this shell that I am carrying around while I'm walking planet Earth. I have to take care of this because if I am incapacitated physically, it is going to affect every single part of my life. Accidents happen. Several years ago now, one of my brothers had a mountain bike accident out there biking solo in Southern California, had an accident and had a traumatic brain injury. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, he lost his memory for a few days. He was in the hospital and it has been something that hasn't debilitated his life, but it definitely was one of those opportunities for him to say like, he had to relearn some things and had to like, I won't speak too much for him because that's his personal life and it's not mine to share, but there's growth that takes place with that. And so we understand experiences like that. Maybe you've been in a car crash and you've lost use of part of your body. Maybe you suddenly were diagnosed with a chronic illness. These things happen and they can be so debilitating. So taking care of our health is just absolutely foundational. Recently, my son's been going to the gym with me when I started 75 hard and my husband had his injury. Well, case in point right there, right? Taking care of your health. You never know when accidents are going to happen and you're going to rip your bicep tendon off your bone and have a surgery and be laid up for two months. All that to say, he actually likes going to the gym. It's just, it's early in the morning. And he was saying yesterday, like, hey, I like going to the gym but he was still struggling with it and he wants to be physically healthy. But we were having that conversation of this is just simply a healthy lifestyle. At some point, you might actually go work out in the evening, buddy. Like that might be your time to go get your workout in, but we've got to make sure that we are maintaining our health. Does that mean that you have to be like little twiggy, skinny mini or like super Fabio buffed and all that? No. So let's just get an idea of what health means. It just means like I have, if you go walk, every single day and you just walk a couple of miles or you take 30 minutes, you walk a couple of miles and back, that's actually going to be really great for your health. My grandparents did that all the way until, let's see, their late 80s, easily into their late 80s, they would go and they would walk two miles every single morning together. And that really set a precedent for me because they were very healthy until my grandma had cancer it was like, she's just super healthy. They were traveling late in age, hopping on planes and things like that because they took the time. Staying healthy doesn't mean that we have to be beating our body up. In fact, I'm an advocate for not doing that, believe it or not. So this is one reason I love cycling so much. It's easy on my joints versus running. So I don't run as much as I used to. Now I bike a whole bunch because I love how it is on my body and on my joints. I walk a ton. Why? Because walking is really good for your body. And it's really simple. Okay. So it doesn't mean we have to drink a bunch of protein shakes and make sure we have like a whole tray full of all these vitamins, but it means that we are being aware as to what are we consuming? How much are we consuming? Are we using moderation with the treats in life, the, the sugars and the alcohol and all of that? Or are we indulging a little too much? You know, are we getting our proteins and all the nutrients that we need? 
I highly recommend macros. If you are looking for a simple way to just keep track, definitely download my fitness pal and, you know, just keep track of your food. So it doesn't have, it shouldn't be something that stresses you out. Your health should not stress you out. (laughs) Now, I will say some people are on the overzealous side and this might make some of you feel better. We can actually deplete our body of the minerals that are within it. And so like, you know, just moderation. Again, you don't have to be some skinny person or some big buff person or whatever. The media has taught us and conditioned us to think about health. Just make sure you're getting movement to make sure that you are eating well and taking care of your body. Okay, health. Conscious investors are health aware. The second thing is conscious investors are really aware as to what is going on in the space between their ears. Yeah, we've silenced the critics in our life, the naysayers. We've silenced that voice. And maybe maybe it's a practice. It's really not ever a finished, done deal. That voice will still come back in there. But conscious investors are really mindful of what they are thinking, why they are thinking it. It's like tending a garden and they're plucking the bad thoughts out, the things that are going to set them back. Recently, we were in a setting this is, I, I want to be very mindful and respectful. So we were in a, in a particular setting in our community and we overheard some people complaining and my son and I were doing an activity and he's like, you want to wrap that up and then go over there and join their conversation. And I just said, no. And due to the setting, I was being very aware, like you don't want to be rude to people. There are times where you say something and there are times where you don't, but we left, we were driving back. I'm like, Hey, I just want to let you know why I didn't want to join that conversation. And we were talking about the concept of complaining. I said, when you look at successful people, when you look at people who are content and happy in life, they're not the people that are complaining. I said, I don't want to be around people that are complaining. Now, if we have a solution that we can offer, or maybe we need some guidance or direction, we can go about it that way. Remember, we talked about reasonable excuses overall. I did a like a Facebook live recently on reasonable excuses. And so we can make a reasonable excuse as why we can complain about something. And complaints are generally, my husband was with my son and I, you know, he said, it's like, you know, most complaints are actually grounded in something that's pretty reasonable. And so we can make this reasonable excuse that we can complain about something. And so conscious investors are just really very mindful as to what's going on with their thinking and what's coming out of them. Is this building people up? Is this going to support people? It's really interesting. You know, I have a faith in Christ and there's a whole scripture about this where it talks about, is this helpful? Is it true? Is it right? Is it just? Is it right? Like you could kind of run through some of this. Maybe I don't need to say this out loud. Maybe I just need to hold this and it's not going to be productive or helpful or uplifting to the people around me. Also within that mindset, and we kind of blanket over on the Conscious Investor Growth Day website, we've really blanketed this whole concept of mindset. But I would like to like throw in some other practices that would be fall under that mindset category. And Anytime you're on a website, you're trying to keep things as succinct and simple as possible. And so on that under mindset could really could be mindset and spirituality, mindset, faith, mindset, right? And so for many of you, you have some practice for me. It's my faith in Christ. You might have a different practice, but there is something else that's also anchoring that mindset. I have personally a very firm 
belief that that mindset component really falls underneath whatever it is that you believe your greater belief. And it is enhanced when we are aligned with that greater belief. So cultivating that mindset so that you have clarity that breeds this entire and unleashes this whole other element of motivation in life. Okay. So, so far we've covered two out of the three conscious investor, do a check-in. Are you mindful of your well-being, your health? Are you mindful of your mindset and your spirituality? And then the third element, the third pillar, if you will, of a conscious investor is wealth. Well, you know what? Conscious investors know that having wealth means unlocking an entirely new level of contributing into the world. Recently, I would love for you to go check this out. It's super cool. My friend, Jonathan Hagerman, he started a nonprofit with his wife and I think his father-in-law and some other people. It was grassroots. It's growing. It's called the Dirt Bike Therapy Project. We'll drop a link in the show notes below so you can learn more. But he found through mountain biking, he He's a veteran and he found that mountain biking really helped him deal with a lot of what he had dealt with being in battles and seeing the action and everything. Obviously, I'm putting it very mildly. And that experience of mountain biking just was actually therapeutic. So he started a nonprofit. There is a whole thing to the story. I promise you, this does have to do with wealth. So he recently he was selling, well, he like dirt bike therapy project had raffle tickets for a mountain bike and it's to support their nonprofit. And they're not very expensive. They're like 30 bucks a pop. I realized somehow it had just somehow I just hadn't bought my tickets yet. I want to support what he is doing because I believe in it wholeheartedly. You know, I love mountain biking. I love supporting our veterans and I love supporting people who aren't complaining, who are finding solutions and not just finding the solutions, but being leaders and bringing other people that want to into that space of healing into that solution for their life. And through that, I messaged, he's like, Hey, we've got 17 tickets left. I said, Hey, do you have any tickets left? I'm so sorry. I haven't bought them already. He's like, we've got 17 tickets left. So I'm like messaging back. Okay, done. Like you have 13 tickets left. And then I put his post out on social media and conscious investors, you guys are amazing because the next day, like they were gone. Those 13 tickets just went away. And he's like, well, thanks so much, blah, blah, blah. And he made a comment like about the tickets I bought. And I'm like, the day I want to be in a position to where I can just buy all the tickets. Right. So when we cultivate wealth, This is going back to all that. When we can cultivate wealth, we can impact so many lives. Imagine if I could just go in there and it's not that much money. I think it would have been, I don't know, maybe six, $7,000 or something. Like, what if I could just go in there and just like be like, Jonathan, no, give me all the tickets. Here's some extra like wings to your mission, to your project. This is such good work, like just soar, right? That's what money, that's one of the ways we can utilize the resource of money. It's so powerful. We can do so much more for so many other people because I know that through Dirt Bike Therapy Project, they have other little groups across the country and that's going to continue to grow and impact and support so many of our veterans. You might have something, a different nonprofit that is near and dear to your heart. There are so many great people doing profound work to support and contribute around the world. So conscious investors know that as we cultivate wealth, as we are 
growing and building our wealth. It's not intended to stockpile. Who was that? There's a duck, a Disney duck, and he's not Scrooge, but there's another duck. He's so stingy with his money and he's got to have like these piles of money everywhere. And conscious investors know that we need to be wise with our resources and we need to grow and accumulate the resources, but they're not to be stagnant, right? Those resources can be deployed and grow in other capacities. And then they boomerang back. Now, here's the interesting thing about wealth, just a quick money mindset thing is that again, money is intended to flow. It's not intended to be hoarded. And a lot of times as people are making this transition with their mindset, you know, they have to learn how to release and like, okay, it will come back to me. It's going to be okay. I need to put this money out there into these capacities. That could be, hell, I'm going to invest, right? Because who says that we can't invest and do good and make money? Who says that we can't make money while we're doing good? That was a better way of phrasing it, right? Okay. And so conscious investors understand that they're going to look at very specific investments and invest in investing teams. Who am I going to invest with who have a like-mindedness to them? Okay. We're going to take care of your money. And now we're going to grow your money in this apartment complex that we bought. And we're going to improve the quality of life for these residents. And when we improve the quality of life for these residents, we know that that helps them in all facets of their life. They can live more grounded, peaceful lives just by nature of knowing the roof over their head is good. They live in a pretty place and they can go to work with a little lighter step, right? These elements are really critical to humans and we can provide that. Well, investing in an apartment complex with people who have that kind of philosophy, you're also making money off of it. And now that money can comes back to you and you're able to redeploy that in a new way. Okay. Money is meant to be moving. It is not meant to be stagnant and still. Now I want you to think about that picture. And I can picture this area mineral point where we like to go mountain biking. Kids love it. Super fun. But on part of this mountain bike ride, there's some not pool, like I said, small pools of water that will accumulate from runoff in the spring and such. And they become like just these cesspools for like a breeding ground for mosquitoes. And I really don't like mosquitoes at all. I bet you don't either. So think about that with your money. Is your money just sitting? Is it getting murky? Are mosquitoes starting to breed there? Like what is actually taking place with your money sitting? Is it really doing something great? Versus when we have a stream or a creek and it's trickling through, it's usually clear and it's beautiful. It usually has very happy fish in it, right? And so there is a very stark contrast between these two images. Associate and apply that with your money. So conscious investors know my money isn't intended to sit still. My money is intended to flow. The more I allow that money to flow, the more that money actually grows and the more I'm able to do with that money. And with that, financial investors are always keeping in mind, sorry, financial investors, I don't know what I'm thinking here. Conscious investors, they're always keeping in mind a checks and balance. Wealth is the third portion of being a conscious investor for a reason. We have to have our health. We have to have our mindset anchored down because then we are going to make wise decisions with our wealth. And by the time we accumulate any substantial amount of wealth, when we accomplish that, 
we're going to be grounded and we're going to use that wealth for good things. We already have the personal freedom. This is the icing on top. So are you a conscious investor? You can know. What are the priorities in your life? How are you pursuing them? A lot of people have this upside down and like, I have to have the money, the money, the money, the money. It's all about the money, 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 money. And they forget and they change. They trade out this pursuit of money for their health. They end up finding their bodies out of shape, really unhealthy, aging very quickly because they're upside down. So you want to make sure that you have these components in this order, our health, our mindset, our wealth. Now, so with that said, I'd love to know, leave me some feedback, go find me on social media, tag the Conscious Investor podcast, and let me know, are you a conscious investor? Do you hold these tenets to be true and valuable in your life? And I'd love for you to join us. March 18th at the Coeur d'Alene Resort, we are hosting the very first Conscious Investor Growth Day. And the day is actually exactly like this. We're going to spend a little portion of the morning on our health. We're going to do a portion of the morning on our mindset. And my coaching partner, Faisal, he's coming from Quebec to speak on vision and to help guide people through a vision building exercise. It's so powerful. And then the whole afternoon, we are actually going to spend that on investing in real estate locally across the nation and lending everything. We're going to just take the morning. We'll tackle the first two pillars. And then the afternoon, we're going to talk about wealth. It's one day. So if you want to travel to come to this event, it's a great opportunity, potentially a tax write-off. I don't know what your situation is, but you can come have that one day event, come explore North Idaho and the beautiful Coeur d'Alene for a couple days on either end. So you kind of get a good mix and potentially a good tax write-off all at the same time. Conscious Investor, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Thank you for giving me the space to be able to describe to you what a Conscious Investor is. If you want to know more about Conscious Investor Growth Day, you can actually just go to that website, ConsciousInvestorGrowthDay.com. And it's a beautiful website that Monica, like one of my best friends from Authentic, designed for the Conscious Investor. So I encourage you to go and check out that website, see who the speakers are, see what it's about. And if you would do me, just do something extra special for me, it's a huge ask, huge ask. But would you help promote this event on your platforms? There's no better way to get this out to like-minded people than to have like-minded people share it. So if you would please share this event so that other people can hear about it and learn about it, it would mean the world to me. Because it's kind of a little bit nerve wracking when you throw your first live event and everything. All right, Conscious Investor, it's been great spending time with you. Thank you for for holding space for me and for ideas and for continually expanding your mind. As always, adventure belongs on the trail, not in your investing and not in your personal life. My coaching clients are absolutely crushing it. One of them just made a ginormous transition started his own company and is already making more than he made at his other job. Like I got this phone call this morning and it's just absolutely amazing. Don't hold yourself back. If you need support with high performance coaching, please reach out to me. Schedule a 20 minute space on my calendar. You can go to threekeysinvestments.com to do that. Schedule a time for us to talk. You can also schedule a time for us to talk about your investing because we want to invest with like-minded people. We want to invest in people that are going to 
be grounded and really protect, preserve, and grow our wealth so that we can continue that flow with our money. Until next time, live big, love bigger, and do great things. Are you enjoying this episode? Where would your life be without content like this? Help spread the word by sharing on your social platforms. And please tag me, Happy Julie Holly.